Lady Lufton had not sent for Dr. Roberts all the way from Exeter for nothing. The living of Framley was in the gift of the Lufton family, and the next presentation would be in Lady Lufton's hands if it should fall vacant before the young lord was twenty-five years of age, and in the young lord's hands if it should fall afterwards. But the mother and the heir consented to give a joint promise to Dr. Roberts. Now, as the present incumbent was over seventy, and as the living was worth nine hundred pounds a year, there could be no doubt as to the eligibility of the clerical profession. And I must further say that the dowager and the doctor were justified in their choice by the life and principles of the young man. As far as any father can be justified in choosing such a profession for his son, and as far as any lay improprietor can be justified in making such a promise, had Lady Lufton had a second son, that second son would probably have had the living, and no one would have thought it wrong, certainly not if that second son had been such a one as Mark Roberts. Lady Lufton herself was a woman who thought much on religious matters, and would by no means have been disposed to place anyone in a living merely because such a one had been her son's friend. Her tendencies were high church, and she was enabled to perceive that those of young Mark Roberts ran in the same direction. She was very desirous that her son should make an associate of his clergyman, and by this step she would ensure, at any rate, that. She was anxious that the parish vicar should be one with whom she could herself fully cooperate, and was perhaps unconsciously wishful that he might in some measure be subject to her influence. Should she appoint an elder man, this might probably not be the case to the same extent, and should her son have the gift, it might probably not be the case at all. And therefore it was resolved that the living should be given to young Roberts. He took his degree, not with any brilliancy, but quite in the manner that his father desired. He then travelled for eight or ten months with Lord Lufton and a college don, and almost immediately after his return home was ordained. The living of Framley is in the Diocese of Barchester, and seeing what were Mark's hopes with reference to that diocese, it was by no means difficult to get him a curacy within it. But this curacy he was not allowed long to fill. He had not been in it above a twelve-month when poor old Dr. Stopford, the then vicar of Framley, was gathered to his father's and the full fruition of his rich hopes fell upon his shoulders. 